Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! They are, Jason, our... They're our robot shade overlords. All hail. All hail, our robot shade overlords. And they're at it again, our good friends. They are giving back to the community from... Now, through December 6th, they are collecting donations for Lee Summit Social Services. We have a special event coming up. We part, we partner with them. It's Storytime with Santa. That Santa! event comes up on December 6th. Bring your donations to Budget Blinds on December 6th between 6 and 8. Bring your kids. You can hear some stories, some of your favorite holiday stories from Santa, and you get to have your pictures with them. There you go. And they're not even done. No, they keep going. So from the 1st through the 6th, they're going to accept necessity donations for Hope House. And you should go to their Facebook page and deal with that. You know, this time of year, Hope House is always in need, of, you know, because the people who go there go there without a lot of planning. And they're often without a lot of really important stuff that they need to get through their day. So you can, you can donate those necessities to help those folks out as well. So they're not helping just one valued community partner. They're helping two. In the, at the same time. That is amazing. And this is why we hail our Robot Shade Overlords. You know, and, and, and we talk about them because we love we love what they do in the community and, and for the community. So I, I want to take a moment just to do a little bit for them and their actual business. Remember that automated shades provide a safer environment for children and pets due to their cordless nature and those programmable features. They allow you to use heating or cooling only when you need it for maximum energy efficiency so go see our friends at budget blinds of lee summit tell them jason nick sent you all hail hello again and welcome to lee summit town hall a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference i am jason norbury and as always i'm joined by a man who is not one of the people in the new royals ownership group it's nick parker the publisher you know that group was so big why couldn't they find room for me? I think they could have like, hey guys, look, just get your name on the bill, link to Lee Summit or Lee Summit Town Hall podcast, and we like, we'll give you a couple bucks, we'll give you three fifty. Yeah, I don't understand. Where's our three fifty? Why couldn't they make room for me? I could have been a minority owner. Right. I mean, like, look, tickets to one game a year, free parking pass, for like, just well, here's our buck, here's our money. We go. Like, it seems simple to me. And nobody made that call. I don't know why they didn't give me that call. I I believe. Mr. Sherman's off on the wrong foot with us. Yeah. He's going to have to, I believe, the only way to make it better, world championship. And he should probably make some tacos. True. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Perineum Sunning, which is the new fad sweeping the nation. And if you think I'm going to describe to you what that is, you're wrong. You're going to have to Google it yourself. I got nothing. <laughs> I know. Really, actually, I think the dead silence is the only appropriate response. <laughs> I'm really not sure why I even allow you to write these things. That's okay. This is what the danger of you not looking at that section of the podcast uh, running order before we start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, our gag is that I never look. I, I want to be surprised. Not today. I'm regretting this decision. You were surprised. <laughs> oh, boy. Jason, I, I want to start off the show. I want to tell you about something important you know it's been a relatively slow week of news or actually been a pretty much a slow month of news 
So I think it's time for some important news. Why don't you tell me what's up? Today, I took my patronage to a local business, which is important. You know, we have Shop Small Saturday coming up this weekend. I went to Main Slice this, today for lunch, and I ordered the Taco Calzone. All right, so I have to ask a very important question. Well, two, actually, very important questions. One, and probably the really the actual most important question, how was it? Glorious. And secondly, and I want to make sure we're clear on this, was there a hamburger calzone? I believe they have a cheeseburger pizza, yes. They have a cheeseburger pizza. Do they have a hamburger I don't. Th- I don't think they do. All right. So what are we learning from this? Tacos. Greater than burgers. There you go. And I want to make another point about about this this relative relationship between tacos and burgers. This week is Thanksgiving. So what are we going to have? Is it traditional Americans? What are millions and millions of Americans going to sit down to on Thursday afternoon or evening? Turkey. The turkey. When you have left in, and one of the greatest things about Thanksgiving is leftovers. That's true. The leftover turkey, the mash, the whole bit, right? Do you ever make turkey burgers out of your leftover turkey? No, you don't. Could you make, and might you have made in the past, leftover turkey tacos? Oh yes. Can, can I? Can I? Can we take a second here? Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to. I want to give a confession because this has become a little bit of a thing, right? Yeah. The taco versus burger with with some of our listeners. Hey, look, they started this fight. Can I can I just make a confession? I want I want full disclosure and transparency in this. I've made leftover turkey tacos. I've Once done again, it this week. By the way, I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this out, guys. Grab a tortilla shell. Grab some leftover turkey. Grab some leftover cranberry sauce. My mother makes a branded cranberry sauce that is unbelievable. Then add some fresh guacamole and some cilantro, and you got yourself a leftover taco that will knock your socks off. I mean, you you listed all of the ingredients from tortilla to cilantro, and all of them were good, and together, sounds fantastic. So there we go. I think we have proven once again, as we have been doing every week, tacos, better than burgers. There we go. All right, well, let's move into some real... Things, Jason. I, the first thing I want to I want to really talk about is, is a story that you and I brought up probably about a month ago, um, almost two months ago. Almost actually. two months ago. This 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 concerns the the Mid Continent Public Library system and and the some of the transgender programming that they had they had brought into, and it was temporarily halted because there were some complaints. It was going to be reviewed by the board, but then the decision was brought to bring it back before it even got to the board. And we thought maybe that story was done, Jason. And I'm bringing this up because I think it is a continuing conversation in our in our community about equity, about diversity, about inclusion, about representation. The story's not over. Sadly, sadly, no, it's not. So just to, to pick up where, where you are, one of the library board members uh, was from Platte County, uh, wrote an editorial 
in one of their local publications. Uh, I would say making some pretty, uh, I don't even know what the right word is here, but really angry, venomous stuff at the Trans 101 program, uh, in invoking all sorts of what I would call, um, yeah, just really not kind language at all. And then she called upon people to come to the library board meeting, which was last week, and give their views on this. And a number of people came and spoke uh, in opposition to the continuation of this program. And a number of people came and spoke in favor of the program and, and the work that it's doing. Um, and, and really, nothing else happened at the meeting. I mean, this was just a conversation point. I'm probably doing public comments. People called her out for making divisive and bigoted comments and people, other people came in and said, no, I agree with what she had to say. And, and that was out there. And so at the end, there was no, there was no outcome from the library board. There was no motion on the action. There was no action to be taken on the subject matter. However, at the end of it, um, after the meeting, the board president did release a statement that said that uh, that we keep, you know, well, I'll actually read the statement or the the quote from it here that appeared in in the pitch. Uh, the MCPL board continues to hear comments about its recent library programming, providing factual information about transgender issues. While individual board members may have publicly shared personal opinions about the program, these are not the position of the library board. And and then the the pitch goes on in their article. They apparently got hold of an email from the library director uh, basically saying something about to that same effect. Those are not the stated positions of the board. And we anticipate that the board will manage this on an internal basis. I think it's probably pretty clear, Jason, on the way that you and I just set up this segment about how you and I feel on a personal level. But the reason I, I, I bring it up and I wanted it on our rundown for, for today's show wasn't really about what my opinion was or what your opinion was. I think the reason is because it goes to the crux of this show. If you want to make a difference, if you want to help shape the programming that comes in in things like this that are done with, with public dollars, with representatives from the public sphere – this is the kind of thing you can be involved with. Right. This is the kind of thing where you can make your voice heard and you can make a difference in the things that happen in your backyard. Absolutely. So then there are two ways I think you can do that. One is you can do like these people did. Go to the board meetings, state your position, you know, talk about what these issues that are important to you. Uh, in this particular instance, the members of the uh, – the board, in this case in Platte County specifically, are appointed by the Platte County commissioners. And I think there are two members on the board from each of those various counties, and there are two Platte County members. So if you want to have an influence on whether you think this library board member should remain on there or not, you can communicate directly to those who do the have the appointment power and have influence that way. So you, can, you have opportunity to have those kinds of influences at two levels. Now, I will say this. You're going to be way more effective at, uh, at that talking to the county commissioners if you are a registered voter in Platte County. Well, that's true. But, um, but I mean, and so if you are here in Lee Summit, where I would assume the ma significant majority of our listeners are, uh, you know, you, you're best. All. Yeah, well, that's fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe like your mom lives in Independence or something, doesn't she? she does she listen? She's in Jackson County. Okay, well, there you go. So, um, 
But in any event, uh, you know, if you're a, a Lee Summit member or a Jackson County person, you can go to the library board and have your voice heard that way. If you're up in Platte County, you have the, I think, the additional option of speaking to your elected representatives to, to handle these appointed positions. And I think that's just, that's just, that's just one more reminder that, that this, is how you can, this is how you can have your voice heard. This is how you can, you can have a role in the way things are done in our community. And that's, and that's really, I think, the main reason we bring this up. Right. And you got to keep in mind, I mean, and, and you have an outsized input uh, impact as one person going to the public library board's meetings where they probably have an audience of like five in any given week or any given month when they meet. You showing up, I mean, that's one, that's like 20% more people, but two, you sh- setting, showing up with something intelligible and clear on a point that you want to have an issue with is something that can have an impact on the boards and, and those organizations going forward, just like you can here in the city. So check the, uh, the Mid-Continent Public Library's website for when they have their board meetings. Check your county websites for when their county county bo- board meetings are and you can take take part in those and have your voice heard. Jason there's something else I want to uh, I want to bring up today that that is all about people being involved. You got it. You know, we're trying I think during the holiday season to make sure that we are paying attention to uh, the charitable work, the nonprofit work that we do in the community, ways to give back to help people in need in the community. And, and we wanted to raise those up throughout the course of this holiday season. So what are we talking about this week? Today, we're going to talk about uh, zero reasons why it's a campaign that started over on the Kansas side of our, of our Metro area. And this we will not hold that against them. Yeah, I know it's, it's tough. Um, But Look, this is a a whole thing that has come out of the last few years, really a, a an increase in the awareness about suicide prevention and about mental health specifically when it comes to the youth in our communities. And the Zero Reasons Why campaign has, has really gone gangbusters over on the Kansas side, and it's starting to come over. We're, we're bringing it into Lee Summit. We're bringing it into Jackson County and the Missouri side of things. And so now what they're doing there is they are Zero Reasons Why campaign is partnering with uh, some of their sponsored sponsors, AT&T, Believe Kansas City, the Interurban Art House, and Art as Mentorship. They are doing a call for design concepts for murals that inspire hope and healing. And the call for design concepts is for the Kansas City area middle and high school artists in all eight counties throughout the Kansas City area. So if you're a middle schooler, you're a high schooler or you know somebody in middle or high school that's an artist and you think that maybe they have the skill and a message of hope when we're talking about youth mental health, health we're talking about suicide prevention, you can participate in this. You can go to, Jason, what's that website? interurbanarthouse.org slash prevention mural to get more information on the subject. And there are there are cash prizes for our finalists. Um, and then some of those designs may, be, may get to be put in school buildings throughout the community um, and get an additional $500 um, in, in get their, not only get their artwork up, but get a little extra buck in the metro area. So that's pretty cool as they are. So once again, innerurbanarthouse.org slash prevention mural to get more information. You know, Jason, you and I got into talking about this subject almost two years ago now, right? 
Yeah, that's when there were there were some suicides in in our community, and we went and talked to some 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 mental health professionals, and we had a great conversation. And since then, I've been able to serve on a community task force here in Lee Summit about it, and I have thoroughly enjoyed the learning process that I've gone through talking with some of these people and and, and figuring out how to increase conversation about mental health, to increase conversation about suicide and suicide prevention. And this is just one more step, I think, that is that is going toward that. Absolutely. And and I think that those sorts of things and it's it's reducing the stigma. It's being making yourself accessible in all kinds of different ways. We respond to different things in different ways. Some people like to talk, some people like to write, some people like to look, you know, respond to visuals and, and things of that nature. So this is a, a good way not only to in light, you know, enhance the conversation, but also put in a different form that it may appeal to a different set of people. Speaking of mental health, I want to give I want to give one little shout out and maybe maybe a little bit of a humble brag, uh, pat on the back for myself. Can I do that? Like I was going to be able to stop you if I wanted to. <laughs> hey, as as chair right now of the Lee Summit Arts Council, I got to lead our annual State of the Arts event last month, and as part of that. We had a local artist, Jamie Lyon, come in and she brought several fifth and sixth grade students from Westview Elementary in with her and they worked on a mural, a live painting, kind of as the event went on. And they painted out this cool mural of the word kindness. Last week, Jamie and I and the city's cultural arts manager, Glenda Masters, we all three got to go out to Westview Elementary last week and present this banner that they painted to the school. It's going to hang in the gym at Westview Elementary. And it was just, it was awesome to get to call those kids up let in front of all of their peers and show off the work that they did and why they did it and how art and all of this stuff is important and to let them know it's going to hang in that gym Every day, not only for when the kids are there, but when the community has things there. There's there's basketball on the weekends. There's all these things. So that was a really cool, cool thing for me to be a part of. That that does sound cool. Sometimes you get to do fun stuff that I don't get to do because it's like during the day here and I'm across town at work. And I'm a little jealous, but not too much. Just but in this bit. case, I, I'm going to go all the way into the little bit jealous for sure on that. So Now comes my time to be jealous of you. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, I, the, la- the last thing I want to talk about this week is, is, is something about the city and the, the ongoing strategic planning process called LS Ignite. Jason, you were invited to be a part of this, this final step in the process to be a part of one of these C4 committees. That, that is correct. And it was kicked off this week at City Hall there were probably, what, 100, 120 different citizens that were involved. Tell us a little bit about what this process is, how maybe how you're going to be involved, and, and what what this is going to do, I guess, I guess for the final step of the process. Sure. Okay, so he, reviewing the steps that we went through, we had all of the community engagement, and they came up with a, a new mission and vision statement about with Lee Summit, as well as what they called seven critical success factors. And I couldn't even rattle them all off to you at the moment, but they're out there. Um, and what? And then within that, there were a couple of goals about what what the city wanted to do. And they're you know they're kind of broad, generic-ish goals. Um, you know, in, increase the ability to communicate with diverse audiences. One of the ones that I'll be ended up working working towards. 
And, and what this is now, these C4 committees are for each of those seven factors, they've put together the C4 in this are city councils, city council, city staff. So council, city staff, uh, community partners. So people from, you know, the chamber or downtown Main Street or uh, Lisa McCares, all those kinds of community partners, and then citizens. And I was, I was asked to participate as a citizen. Um, and, and I am on the community engagement, uh, team and there are, I would say about 20 people per, uh, per that deal. And the, the council members are on multiple ones and some of the city staff blend across multiple pieces as well. But that's, that's the basic gist of it. And so we came together, um, introduced ourselves to ourselves and, and had a meeting. We'll be having meetings in, uh, I believe January, February, and April. Uh, and then with the, the goal of it is to have strategies stated or crafted uh, for, for May so that the city council can review and adopt them um, as part of the strategic plan. And so that, that's the biggest part of it. And there are, I mean, there were 125 people in the room. There's 140-ish people involved in the process. So it's a very big, broad thing. I'm not that special. Uh, but You're not. I'm not that special. I promise. Um, I get reminded of that nearly every day. So, in fact, I may be really special for often. I'm told I'm not special. <laughs> ha There we go. All right. Um, and and that, that whole process will work. And the idea on it actually a little bit differently than they've done in the past, and uh, our city manager talked about this a little bit last night, is instead of it being we're going to create this document for 10 years and then we'll be back in 10 years to see if we, you know, how we've done. And to be clear – Lee Summit's actually done very well on doing the things in its last two strategic plans, but they're they're creating these these strategies are really going to be like three four year strategies with an idea to revisit them to see which ones may need more work or you know longer time frames or which ones we can add or delete or whatever in that process. So it's it's interesting for me to to kind of hear this this twist because you know the the ten year strategic planning process is pretty mundane and it's a pretty set thing that every municipality in the state goes through right Right. that every 10 years you revisit your plan you set a new plan and then you come back in 10 years what did we accomplish what do we need to set for the next for the next 10 years so seeing i think seeing somebody and i and i say somebody but i mean a the community as a whole there willing to kind of twist it to say hey we're going to tweak this as we go Mm-hmm. We're going to set some short-term goals, some short-term plans, and every three or four years come back and, and make some adjustments. That's intriguing to me. Right. And, I, and I, I don't know that I have a judgment either way. I'm just – I'm intrigued. I, I was intrigued as well. But you know, to hear, for instance, uh, one of the people on my committee is Vic Cundiff, who was the one of the chairs of the Lee Summit 360, and she was busy. And who has no shortage of energy. Right, but she was doing work on that strategic plan for almost the entire 10 years, right? I mean, she, she right. wasn't done for any of that 10 years. So I think the idea, uh, the idea of this is we get to do this work for a little while. And then, you know, three years from now of the 15 or 20 people in the room that, that I was in, you know, eight of them may still be involved or engaged or interested in doing that sort of work. But there's probably another eight or 10 
that want to come in and do that work as well. And so you get fresh energy and fresh ideas. And I think it's an interesting way because there was so- That's the thing that really gets me. I, I love because it, it seems like a way to continually get and maybe keep people involved. So you're always going out into the community to get more people involved, which is, as you know, Jason- the whole point that you and I get on these microphones every day. Absolutely. And I think, it, you know, one of the, I'll say we pretty tepid criticism we had of the Ignite process as they went through it is that there was a lot less direct community involvement in the crafting of the strategic plan, like the the skeletal pieces of it this time than there was for the LS360. And, and you know, Mayor, our city manager Arbo talked about that a little bit about, you know, how that's being done, and that, and clearly that's something that the council wanted to, to to kind of speed up and focus through. But here's an opportunity now for more people to be engaged on the back end of it, really where the rubber meets the road, uh, as we go through that. So to me, that that answers that criticism, and in a way that they may not have been able to answer when we were starting because they didn't know precisely where we were going to get to. But you know we we're going to get more influence on the backside and more opportunity for more people to get in that way than I think we anticipated when this first started. And, and that's heartening. And you said, you said you guys are going to, to be meeting in January, all these groups. So, so I hope that maybe we can, we can revisit with you, Jason, and maybe some other people from the other committees revisit in January and February and, and kind of see where we're at and how this process is going. I, I hope that others are intrigued as well as I am about how how people how the citizens are being involved in in shaping these these goals. Yeah, I think it'll be good, and I'll be interested to see how it's going as well. Um, you know, there's always the risk that you know a committee sits around and does ends up doing nothing, um, but that's the risk with any committee. But I don't think that's where we want to be, um, and and it'll be interesting to see. You know, kind of that may end up being my job in the back end is like, hey, are we actually doing the thing? Um, and to make sure that we're, we're doing the thing as we go along. So maybe that's my job in this process. Every committee needs that person. Oh. <laughs> you know, the disruptive pain in the butt, it's really my calling. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that is your best role. Jason, I think that's that's really all we've got for, for this week, but I think those were those were three kind of kind of good topics to 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 keep in, in, in the forefront of people's minds uh, as we move along through these things. We will talk to everybody next time. All hail. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. 